0: Welcome to the Grasscast. The host of your show, Quab and Sean. Game on!
1: And welcome to the Grasscast, the show about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Sean. I'm Quab. And uh, t- on today's show, uh, we're doing a old school interview, and we're uh, talking to Dale Patrick. Hello. Hey. Hey. Dale is a friend of the show. He, uh, We all work together at, at one time or another uh, as yeah, co-workers yeah, yeah. at Red Piston. Artist, uh, comic book enthusiast, video game enthusiast, all-around cool person. Dale, welcome yeah. to the show.
2: Oh, yes. Thank you for having me. That's very kind words. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Excited to be um, here. So, uh, yeah, we have like a...
0: Oh, like set of questions. Oh, yeah. So it's been so long since we've done an interview show. maybe we should just do them off the dome sean let's see how that energy is i got the list
1: ready i'm i'm prepared but
0: i'm trying to think what was the first question yeah what Uh, is it
1: well what you want to know is what is the first game that you ever played or kind of remember playing yeah okay
2: uh definitely common for people of our generation i think you probably heard this answer a lot but definitely uh mario brothers on the nintendo entertainment system Mm. that was mine yeah Yeah. um i had a or i have an older sister and growing up uh a lot of the things that i kind of like interacted with were kind of they, they kind of came through her
3: so yeah.
2: you know like music video games uh movies and all that stuff it For was sure. just like you know oh what's Aaron up to and uh yeah. so that's kind of what kickstarted started it all
3: yeah.
2: mm-hmm. and i yeah. remember too we had uh uh duck hunt as well mm-hmm. with the uh the traditional you know Nintendo the game. double pack yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
1: So what, what was your favorite between them, Duck Hunt or Mario? Uh,
2: well, I, so, I, I mean, I like the sound the gun made. <laughs> mm, <laughs> like, yeah. it, I don't know why. It had like a really satisfying like spring to it. Yeah, yeah the clicky. Nice. Yeah. 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 So I'd be sitting there just kind of bang, bang, bang. <laughs> uh, but uh, more often than not a lot, I'd end up just kind of like watching my sister play. Uh, mm-hmm. And that kind of like carried forward uh, for a couple of generations of just like into the Super Nintendo that's cool. uh yeah so like me and my brother would just kind of like park a seat in a room and just kind of watch <laughs> whatever she's playing and mm-hmm. and so those are oh. kind of the standouts i guess
0: no that's really cool though like that mm-hmm. even um kind of concept i think there's a lot i mean sean you're the oldest right right yeah.
1: i i kind of had the inverse where i was the older brother showing like my younger sister video games mm-hmm. and stuff like she was the, and, yeah. and then you get the odd two-player game and and obviously like yeah have some fun and oh She's yeah not, i couldn't play mortal Kombat with her oh like that. no yeah
2: well actually we, so uh, uh the, we played a lot of the you know the big hits that came out and so i remember street fighter and like uh, oh, i'm a big i love yeah. fighting games and uh i remember my first exposure to that was oh cool like yeah i guess they fight or they duke it out and then uh out of nowhere she like hucked a fireball at me and i was like what the hell was that <laughs> yeah. that's and not she, a punch. Yeah, she's trying to explain it to me, and she's like, "It's a secret," and I'm like, (laughs) "Well, tell tell me the secret."
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's Uh, the worst when when you engage in a fighting game and someone figures out the secret moves, and they're like, "I know," and you you don't have that notch, so now exactly (laughs) with fireballs, actually, what you're gonna do? Yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah. There's Um, not
0: a lot of like life experiences where it's like, "Oh, the rules of physics are different now." (laughs) Like, yeah. yeah. But like, I don't know, like I like the kind of idea because I'm uh, also like a am a younger sibling as well. So like a lot of like the music, like you were saying, or just like culture that I absorbed was from my like older sisters and stuff like that, too, because it was like whatever they're into, it must be cooler than my baby track. So yeah, but that's like, yeah, that was such an interesting thing. And then that like secret knowledge that they have and then that kind of like. I don't know, did that like kind of drive you to like learn more about like uh, the fighting games? Like eventually did you figure out, like how did you figure out how to do the Hadouken?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it, it, it definitely steered me in that the, the direction. You know, like I said, like even going back to the music, like. One of my favorite things to do was to just like sneak into her room when she and you're like, you know, yeah, stay out of my room. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was like, I'm going in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean and, uh, right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah and I just rifled through uh, you know, eventually it was tapes and then mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. turned into CDs. Yeah. And I just plucked something out of there and it's just like, Oh, this cover looks weird and yeah. take it back in my room and then hmm. she'd hear it from the other room and get get angry. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's funny you talk about like the like to learn learning the Hadouk and it's I think about that a lot because like when we were growing up uh, like you mentioned games like Mortal Kombat like a big thing was like the the mystery around these games like you know it it wasn't like posted anywhere that you could just see yeah uh, at, at your will to like oh like okay this is this fatality this is how you do it yeah it was like you either had to wait for a magazine to come out or <laughs> you know the, some kid on the schoolyards like got it written down on the back of his book and it's like I know that I know the cheat codes for one button fatalities or whatever you know like
3: right
2: so it, it was kind of an interesting like it, my sister definitely kickstarted it but it was a lot of just kids growing up in the
0: area at that time that also kind of Like we fostered it together, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, like that sense of community and like that passing of like folk knowledge of like, Mm -hmm. oh, Mm -hmm. this is how you do this. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think, uh, do you think that's kind of gone in the age of the internet or do you think there's any examples of that today? Oh man,
2: like it's, it's been very, like it's, it's kind of gone, but also there still in a weird way. I, I think about it a lot, like, um. i I, i'm i i'm still big into fighting games it's probably like the thing i like the most and okay yeah i I remember uh some friends and i were talking one time and they they mentioned fighting games and they kind of joked like i'm surprised like like what a dead genre it's like so niche and i was like what (laughs) and i I was kind of confused by that because you know i'm thinking i'm still thinking of when i was a kid growing up Mm. like every everybody was playing you know street fighter mortal Kombat, and the the hundreds of clones that came out from Mm. those games like there's a lot of uh, fighters that were just uh, being made at the time mm-hmm. but where it's kind of gone now is like you said uh a, a big element to those games were like arcades and like arcades yeah. are kind of gone yeah um like there is online gaming now but now you're kind of looking at before you know all the kids on the block come over you know we we duke it out in tekken
3: hmm.
2: uh and i might be the top dog you know yeah. playing tekken it, but but now it's if i go to play online i'm just gonna get like steamrolled all day yeah yeah. So it kind of makes it a little bit tougher of a barrier to entry, like kind mm-hmm. of like looking forward to
0: now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, like, and that's, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, uh, I was just, I just had the vision of like every, yeah, you're the best in the neighborhood. But now like when you go online, it's like every single movie from the eighties where like <laughs> the, the, the kid who's really good at video games goes to like play against everyone else, like in the entire world. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, it's hard to be the top doc. <laughs>
2: it's it's also kind of in a weird way, like shaped the development of them going forward as well, because there's a mm-hmm. big contra well, I say a big controversy, but eh. a little controversy in the fighting game community of um, like trying to simplify games. Oh, so, okay. like new games coming out now, you know they're trying to they're talking about like where you might be able to do a special move off of one button instead of having to do you know like the special command a combination or whatever. Or whatever. Oh. Or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so. It's it's been interesting to see it, uh, for sure
1: the button the button mashes yeah well, <laughs> well
2: that's really it like uh, for you know instead of having to do a, a kind of like a complicated combo input they have things now that they already exist they're called auto combos mm-hmm. so oh. you, you you hit one button repeatedly and it does it does a combo it just doesn't do as much damage as like the the true combo so like you have the option for both which has kind of been interesting to see mm-hmm. uh, like you can opt out for the easier one if you're kind of like in a pinch trying to you know bust a move out or whatever that's
0: mm-hmm. really interesting you're bringing me back uh memories of like um i remember when the we came out Mm-hmm. Uh, and playing like Mortal Kombat on the Wii. That was the only time I was ever good at on Mortal the Wii? Kombat. They yeah, yeah i
1: never I didn't I even, think they wow. had. It. They did yeah.
0: I don't remember what number it was, but there was a Mortal Kombat on the Wii, and wow. you could use the motion controls to do like specials. Oh
1: okay. Um, yeah. So-, so
0: like you could uh you could like I remember this one move where it's like you take the the whatever I don't know what it was I exactly remember this. Yeah, but like you could do like a U <laughs> with the and like you Yeah, like you could just spam like a U, and that would be like I don't know. I think like it was like, like a special yeah, move. Yeah, it was like a special move with like noob or something, or or like huh. uh, the psychic blind guy or whatever. And it would just you could just spam it so fast because it was just a flick of the wrist, hmm. um, and that was like the only time I was ever decent. <laughs> like, I got I never even knew about that. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, funny. yeah it was it was cool i'm I'm curious about like motion controls and uh fighting games specifically like i mean i know sean you play a lot Uh, of the
1: vr rhythm games yeah but
0: like a vr rhythm fighting game
1: uh... there was a decent (laughs) uh there was a decent uh rocky apollo Uh... game that they had on the it was a playstation one it was it was not bad but yeah it definitely is gonna get there eventually yeah Hmm i wonder about that like
0: are you training to like actually physically hurt somebody or at least like cardio like i feel like sean it's helped with your i don't know lung capacity or whatever it's like <laughs> aerobic exercise for you.
1: yeah it's definitely been my fill-in for for any time at oh the gym sorry or exercise. Uh, this is a vr one that you're doing yeah so i have a uh i've got a vr for my uh pc now i've got I've, I've upgraded to the valve index yeah like oh, oh. a beast and uh that's that's my exercise now i i rotate between three games i play uh uh stride which is this like parkour type game just like oh, an endless runner right. and you're just running jumping yeah. off buildings swinging like spider-man and uh shooting people and, and then robots and stuff all at the same time and the, the run mechanic is kind of annoying because you're, you're swinging your hands furiously like you used to do in the Wii <laughs> yeah. and then the jumping is like you hold down a button and you just like you simulate like yourself jumping in the air and then you mm-hmm. let it go right at the top so depending on how far you swing and, and let go it determines how how high you jump so you're doing mm-hmm. all that you're running and you're, you're dodging and you're shooting so it's a good workout and then um Ragnarok is another great one Oh, I don't um, know if we
0: talked about Ragnarok.
1: You're you're a person on the back of a Viking ship playing music tracks to this, like, custom track list of um, these just, like, like, crazy Viking songs. And <laughs> you're competing. You can compete <laughs> against other people who are playing at the same time. Or you can, like, compete, like, against yourself or online, like, the top score. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you are just, you get, like, it's, like, a 4 drum like, timpani set. And you're just like playing these four drums in succession, like as the music comes to you. And you're like, some of them are just crazy. You're just like, you feel like a real drummer, just like belting out <laughs> uh, tracks. So yeah, another good workout. And uh, Synth Riders is a really cool one. Synth Riders. one that, that is. One either. There's another game that they made called Beat Saber. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know Beat Saber. So yeah. the same company made this game called Synth Riders, and okay. it's like less of a swinging through things. Like Beat Saber was a lot of things would come at you and kind of like fruit ninja you're chopping through things. This one's more like beats on a track coming at you and you just have to have your hands in the right spot, but okay. the tracks make it so that you're, you're doing all this crazy stuff. You look like you're like in the middle of a rave. And, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that one, that one's really fun as well. So between those three, it's a great workout.
2: Oh, I can believe it. I, cause it, I, I used to play a bit of beat saber, uh, a, little, little, a few years ago I don't know how but they had a VR headset um, it was like an Acer one it was on sale for like really really cheap and mm-hmm. my buddy worked at Staples and he's like I've got like three here come and get them <laughs> and so me and all my friends like you know we picked them up that day and nice. uh, we're, you know we went through the list of the games at the time and the one that absolutely stuck obviously was a uh, beat saber and, mm-hmm. and uh, i love that game but like I, i'm a huge sweaty person <laughs> I, so so like uh, alexa come home from work and like mm-hmm. i'm like you know full-on naked with it and she's like
3: what the
2: hell are you doing i was gonna go
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's so it's so funny like the people like outside observing the whole thing yeah. like inside you're like having a time you your life <laughs> And you're like totally like yeah you're in the like, zone man, i'm <laughs> killing this song right now. Yeah, outside yeah, you just look yeah. like a crazy yeah. funny, naked person. <laughs> yeah.
0: can't wait for matrix 4 yes there needs to be there needs
1: to be more uh, i should tm this but there needs to be more streams of pe- like people playing a, a vr game and you see the stream but you see them like side by side and like yeah look like, like, oh yeah because uh, it's yeah. hilarious it's That's gotta the be dream. oh
0: fantastic oh yeah. fantastic
1: <laughs> yeah well while we're still on the topic um have you played uh dale have you played one called uh i want to say faz phas- something phobia oh phasm- phasmophobia. oh, phasmophobia. oh phasmophobia. Yeah, phasmophobia yeah yes have you, have, yeah. you have, have you tried that one have you tried oh. it with a big group or have you yes
2: yes uh we tried that pretty pretty
1: early on oh so out. um yeah, Quab, have we talked about this before i i know what it is i know what it okay. is okay uh but we can we can talk about it for the list right it's it's like a it's like a haunted house simulator basically right yeah VR. so yeah they'll go it
2: th- i think at first we probably tried it without the vr headsets mm-hmm. i can't oh, i can't remember yeah. whichever i can't remember well, what we did first, first. Cool. yeah oh yeah okay actually no i do remember we did without the vr first because you know we were oh, we were scared we were just you know we we're got we to test this out. so i don't know what i'm getting yeah. into mm-hmm. yeah and uh and, and that was already, because there's something about uh, games where, like, when you first play them, you, you don't know what the rules of the world are yet, so that mm-hmm. makes it extra terrifying. So the first mm-hmm. time playing Phasmophobia was, you know, like, we opened the door to the house, and we're mm-hmm. all just kind of, like, sitting in the doorway, <laughs> like, hello? Yeah. You know, like, we're, we're, we could do it from here,
0: probably. And, like, you can't. You got, you got to go into the
2: house. Mm-hmm. And uh, that game is, is so funny. It, it's been really interesting to see its development, because uh, I'm mm-hmm. glad it's doing doing well but uh it has um proximity audio as well oh yeah so uh we go into a house and my my buddy john who is like he's he's the the very uh easy to scare doesn't like horror games Mm -hmm. so we you know we had to try to bring him along yeah yeah Yeah. and he's in the doorway and there's a, a game element or mechanic where a haunting happens and the door slams and locks so so he's out front like on the porch and the door closes and we, i got to watch it from his perspective later but <laughs> me and ed are stuck on the stairs and the hauntings in progress and all you hear from his perspective is like somebody somebody dies and, uh, oh it's yeah. a it's a pretty funny idea uh-huh. yeah. and then and eventually we tried in VR later as well and okay uh, it, it's interesting because it the again, movement in VR is such a, a weird thing that uh-huh. I don't know if they figured it out yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, like, you're trying to run from these ghosts, and you're like slowly like tracking yourself out of the room, kind of, uh, and it's not uh, going uh, quick enough. And, right. Uh, uh, have you played it much on? Uh, what are your experiences? Um,
1: yeah, just a little bit uh, with a, with a few friends. Um, yeah, he. he he was definitely the, the person to be more scared more easily, which was, which was fun just to like hear those reactions. And uh, yeah, it's, it, it was a cool experience, like a cool, just like being in a haunted house with friends, but like yeah. you have, yeah, it, the game elements of it are really cool and how it just like a ghost can appear at any time and just like, yeah, freak you out in a different way than it would in a normal haunted house. Like you can do things that a normal haunted house can't mm-hmm. really achieve. Right. So I think eventually it'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. um feature so do we want to delve into the, the metaverse and talk about that i mean i feel a... like it's
0: a natural progression of where the conversation is going uh... so has
1: anybody looked into it much what's everybody's like so, uh, feeling I've heard, about that? I've heard
2: little light bits about it you know it's um the the, the two big things like i i think the metaverse in, in the stuff that i follow kind of got overshadowed by nft stuff lately Oh, because NFTs have kind of been rearing their head in a really ugly way. But I've only heard, I mean, maybe you guys could uh, educate me on like, I I just, it it sounds like, like my understanding from the little bit that I heard is, um, I think it was Facebook's pitch idea to kind of have this all encompassing, uh, I don't know if it's like a digital world, but somewhere Mm -hmm. where it would carry over between the, you know, the different platforms. So it would say like, you know, maybe Discord, you have an avatar, and you could bring that avatar into Facebook, and it's kind of like this interconnected. You know, right. bring your stuff here, and there. yeah. And I, I mean, right. that's my little understanding of it. I don't know if that's on target or not.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. The the whole NFT world and Meta on top of that. I I feel like I'm falling behind. I got to do do my homework a little bit more because <laughs> things just keep getting weirder and weirder. It's like yeah. I was talking to a friend a friend of the show, James, which we should have him on to Ah, talk about again because now he's telling me about how there's um, like how NFTs are combining with games and you can like, yeah, it's crummy buy like wardrobe characters or wardrobes that are worth NFTs that make them actually like, you know, worth real money now and it's all just kind of blending a little bit together and it's getting weird. That's
0: it's interesting. Okay, so Dale, what's your perception on this? Because I I remember there's there's been a history of like skins as like a way for yeah. uh, to to get actual you know financial value out of games. I think it was like a I don't know CS:GO type thing with all this skin stuff yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I just watched like a little YouTube like report on like uh roblox i don't know if you guys oh yeah yeah Yeah. where there's like an entire market on like these rare just like (laughs) items and stuff like clothing items and stuff that is completely controlled but like and then you add on top of it now i'm really curious like how are nfts kind of different than like you know just like custom skins or like (laughs) uh digital items
1: uh Mm -hmm. well because they're they're tied to a blockchain now rather than just a random game company's it makes so you better, can yeah. take
0: them out like out of the whatever I could take my uh cool f- uh diamond gold fedora out of roblox yes. and bring it into
1: uh meta worlds or whatever I guess that's the metaverses idea of yeah, yeah. The, the,
2: the nft side of it is like mm-hmm. like you said the the you know the, the blockchain is is what's making it this unique it, it, it's more it's being advertised as being something that's more it's it's yours it's individually like special right. for you
3: uh, you know
2: and and it's it's i i feel like a crazy person because uh the i listen to gaming podcasts so i, mm-hmm, I kind of like mm-hmm. hear like the, the the news like as it's coming out and mm-hmm. uh like nfts kind of hit with art in the art world first right. which i'm exposed yeah. To as well. yeah but yeah it, yeah and and so uh at first it sounded like oh that's kind of neat i guess and mm-hmm. then like you look into it and it's like oh actually no that, there's a lot of scummery kind of around this and right. Yeah. Yeah just too, too long to list. And so, uh, you know, there was kind of like this uh, decision that was being made among artists, like where like, Mm -hmm. are they going to go in on this or are they going to not? And that's kind of like trickling into the gaming world now. And I remember when it was going on in the art world too, I said to my friends, you know, old, uh, apocalypse deal here. I'm like, it's coming to games. I'm telling you. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, enough, sure. sure enough. Uh, oh, on yeah. my podcast, like they're saying that they had like an investor's call, like with all like the big companies mm-hmm. and the big thing, cause you know, they, they don't, all these rich people, they don't know like the dynamics of this. They're just like, what's your, what's your NFT plan? And so like, yeah, they heard pushing. the buzzword. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. uh, uh, unfortunately Ubisoft or Ubisoft, however you want to say it, they were the mm-hmm. first ones to kind of like roll it out in their program. And I, I like I said, I feel like a crazy person because they've released three special items that have a unique number. Like, you know, there's a mask with a number on the oh forehead my God. and it, it, it's like, are you really, is this where we're going? Like, it, and it's all, it's all about, like you said, uh, uh, trying to get that extra dollar from hmm. like the consumer, like just because, because uh, now there's going to be uh, like a trading market, where mm-hmm. you, you can trade these items within Ubisoft's, you know, marketplace. Yeah. And every time, like, let's say I want to sell that really unique item, like the Roblox or the CSGO skin, mm-hmm. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, however you want to say it. Now they take like a percentage of each every, time that transaction
0: happens. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, it just kind of, it just seems grimy to me. Not, not crazy about it. Yeah. Seeing it coming from the artistic side. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I, I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around it, but like, uh i i mean the roblox stuff is crazy like we should we we should we should do we should do a deep dive (laughs) yeah i I should
1: have my uh my nephew ali on for that because he's deep into roblox He could probably tell us a lot of things for sure (laughs) Uh, i will
0: recommend the video that i watched it's uh people make games is the youtube channel Mm -hmm. um and they did like two episodes on roblox and like they did one that was like kind of some of the scummy stuff and then Mm -hmm. they're like they Mm -hmm. did another one on like all the other scummy stuff they missed (laughs) that came out after (laughs) oh no uh, yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, oh, but yeah, yeah. i love to see that. But yeah, so it's an interesting question where I feel like yeah, with these digital items, right? We talked about this, I think, early on, Sean, where we're yeah. like, I think before NFTs even, right. even blew to right, up, yeah, uh, we were like talking about like the blockchain and like having that. How does that interact with games? Um, but like, I it's interesting to me because I'm wondering like, okay. There, there are these digital items that were only good in this game, and if this the game stopped being popular, this digital item is like completely worthless or whatever. It's not valuable unless you cash out before, whatever the popularity in this game collapses. What now? I'm wondering with NFTs, like I, it's just like a, like can you take it out of the game? Like you can transfer this token out of the game. I don't know what the difference really or the advantages are. Well, it's weird because like as it's it's still early right now, so like mm-hmm.
2: there's there's no, like at least not yet, there's no meta talk about expanding outside of the game. Like, but but you gotta think about it e- even before NFTs. Like, uh cosmetics in video games is yeah. already a huge source of income. Mm-hmm. So people yeah. are gonna, are they already dumping money in games that like if that game dies, like you know yeah. I mean, you could go and fire that game up, but it might not be mm-hmm. popular servers or yeah, you know eventually servers might get shut down. So oh yeah. Even, play like, uh, especially a lot of games are live service supported now. So
3: uh,
2: eventually stuff's going to run its course. Uh, yeah. So, so to the, it, it's kind of the similar train of thought with the, cause even with NFTs of like art, um, you know, yeah. I was reading and it's, 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 you're not even really like, it's not the JPEG itself. It's, no. like the, it's the URL that you are. Right. It's, it's, yeah. You're it's like a pointer. Receipt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like, yeah. It's like a piece of paper that says, uh, this kind of represents this. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's nothing about copyright. It's not about. If you like, get an 404,
2: like that's your receipt. Like you get. <laughs> yeah. That's yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. It, it's, it's just, it's just artificial like scarcity and, and yeah, value that they are, you know, people buy into that. And-
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk about it. Like everything has value because we agree it does. Money mm-hmm. has value because we agree it does. So an NFT has value as much as we agree it does. Yeah. um a digital skin and <laughs> whatever has <laughs> as much value as we give it. Um so I I mean it's interesting. I think it's more just like uh, all these crazy graphic cards just burning up and like you know uh just using a lot of energy to like keep these things going. It ha- mm-hmm. it has
1: been scary to see the it's it's impact on climate change like unfortunately is a consequence of that process. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I do wonder like, even like if it was like a purely like, okay, most of the big miners or even the small miners were all using like green energy and stuff. Uh, I don't know. It, it just seems needless. That's the big, yeah. Thing. It is still it, like, seems like a net yeah. waste. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: But maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah, if this maybe. is the place to go down the crypto hole again, but um, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. I was just thinking a lot about, that that once when we're talking about it like the, the fact that like you can it, it's just it feels like it's like another collectible like a baseball card or yeah an old yeah. comic book or th- something like that like eventually like maybe you, you know you own the stamp on the blockchain that says at one point i owned this helmet in this now <laughs> defunct game and like do you want to buy it from me for ten dollars in real life you know it's $10 good. Canadian let's see yeah that's a good point it's a probably about as valuable as like coins old
0: coins or baseball cards yeah right yeah mm-hmm. yeah new collectibles just mm-hmm. digital and it takes energy to exchange them <laughs> 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 uh,
1: yeah. right but uh, alternatively the fact that people are making millions off them is is also mind-blowing like the fact that yeah it's very weird Life yeah, is a, but a
0: dream. <laughs> there's an
2: artist I, I followed and I think she, she sold her first NFT for, oh God, I, I forget how much Ethereum it was, but it mm-hmm. ended up working, translating to like, I don't know, it was like, i would say twenty two thousand, maybe like you, wow. know, like you know maybe just some people that's not a lot but no yeah, that's, to me that seems that's that's really not nothing man that's yeah, <laughs> for, for a, a digital piece of you know of art like and, and like I, I like it's it's conflicting because like you mm-hmm. want the the artist to succeed and mm-hmm. you want to like because there's you know the old adage of a starving artist mm-hmm. like, yeah like you you kind of want to give them an edge somehow right uh, and, and that's why i said at first it was like oh this this seems good
0: but mm-hmm. you know, yeah Yeah, it's an interesting question because it seems like it's a bubble right now. It seems like there's a lot of the hype that, and it can't sustain it for a long time. And that's awesome that like, yeah, maybe artists who couldn't are maybe going to be able to like pay and like live, you know, well Mm. for a while for like all Mm. this explosion of creativity because it's a really I I forget where I heard this, but it was like if like Beethoven was like born today, he Mm -hmm. wouldn't be. Like Mm -hmm. there's like so many more people who could play better and compose better. We just never hear about them Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. just because like the tools and all that stuff there. Like, and I think it's probably a similar thing with like art. Like there's just, you look on the internet and there's just so much like amazing stuff out there. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's just, it's, it's like a discovery issue. Like we can't find it or connecting Mm -hmm. it to people. So uh, like finding the value in it, that's where, and anything that can help that out is cool, but yeah, I think there's like the other consequences and the bad sides that we have to think about too. So, I
3: yeah,
2: yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: So, Dale, what was the what was the last game that you played?
2: Oh, well, I'm still playing it. Um, probably too much. Uh, uh Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Oh okay. oh, okay. Yeah, I I had a weird kind of journey with this game. Yeah. yeah, let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> It, well, it came out uh, I think 2019, and mm-hmm. I had never. It's the the guys that make da- the Dark Souls games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's those developers, and I had never really. Uh, I think I tried Demon Souls when it came mm-hmm. out, and it, like, I, not knowing what Dark Souls would become, I just thought the game was like busted or something. Like, <laughs> oh, this is weird. Like, I can't they beat these guys unless I like really cheese them by like getting them to fall off a ledge or, you mm-hmm. know, something like it just, everything about felt like too weird and janky. And
0: oh, okay.
2: Uh, so I kind of like walked away from it and then, you know, dark soul stuff happened. And I, I kind of like my frame of reference was that weird time I tried to play demon souls. <laughs> and then uh, I eventually ran into some friends who they like, you know there are people who love those games, like Die Die Hard. Actually, one of your uh, podcast yeah. guests, yep. uh, yeah, yeah, Doug, him, I think it was. I was, I was going through the, the guest notes, and want will make sure I was <laughs> stepping on anybody's uh, thing or whatever. <laughs> uh, actually, that was really interesting to, to listen yeah. to, to hear that guy. Um, oh, that was yeah. cool. Uh, so, but yeah, there's a lot of people that are very very effusive about these games mm-hmm. and like big Die Hard fans. Mm-hmm. And so uh, eventually, they kind of steered me into Dark Souls Three uh and that game for whatever reason
1: clicked and then mm. so
2: when sekiro came out i was like all right you know i'll try this one out too it's the next guy, next game by those guys
1: yeah it was and... fun, funny enough like yeah it was doug posting about sekiro that made me get sekiro so oh, I, really I, I got it and i don't know where your story is going but just okay. long story short i played it for about two three days and i was, just got frustrated with it and it's collecting dust and yeah in my uh, cupboard, yeah so, so. okay
2: same, same, weird thing
1: I, I bounced right off that game and it, mm-hmm. it wasn't even like a like um i don't even think
2: i got to like the hard parts i like mm-hmm. really oh. played it and like i just kind of i was like eh, it still doesn't really click with mm-hmm. me like the, right now okay. uh that year it wins uh you know it's a arbitrary award but it wins a yeah, game wins of the year award at mm-hmm. the uh, and yeah awards uh and so my buddy uh, eddie our mutual friend mm-hmm. uh, through red piston he he kept saying, "Like, i go back and like give it another shot. It's really good because he like ended up uh, playing it and mm-hmm. liking it. Tried a second time, bounced off again, and, and I'm just like, I, I, I don't know. It's just yeah, not. yeah. And, and so uh, fast forward to like recently, you know, long story long over here, but uh, <laughs> he he ends up um, pushing it on me one more time. He's like, just play it damn it and so i'm like oh for crying out loud so i i get into it and i'm just like all right, i'm just gonna at least try and get past a couple of bosses mm-hmm. to say like hey i gave it a fair shake mm-hmm. and i don't know what happened but like something like clicked over in my brain and i became obsessed with this game mm. and i I've, i'm beat it it's done i've already been oh it. Wow. And, okay. and i can't stop playing it i still can't stop playing it i keep going back mm.
3: and
2: like uh i i did all the achievements for it mm. and i did which means having to play the game like five times and wow, get wow, wow, the wow. different storylines and mm-hmm. and then they uh, a year later they released uh, an update where it was like hey like we know you might have be done with it but <laughs> mm-hmm. here's the gauntlet of strength and i'm like oh shit what's this <laughs> and, and it's, it's it's like a, a boss rush and mm-hmm. oh that's cool it starts small where uh, it's like um okay here's like four bosses then five mm-hmm. and then like six uh, but at the end of each rush, they have a variation of the boss in the game that's harder.
1: You know, like yeah. they they made
2: up new moves and and so the latest I, I did all the boss rushes that they had and there's one final one. It's the the last thing I'm trying to do. It's a full boss rush of all of, all of them in the game, and I think it's like sixteen or seventeen of them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm I'm trying to like I, I don't know it's, I I can't stop playing this game. So I'm just trying to like work my way through that, and oh, <laughs> been having a blast. It's a, it's a, I I think I it's clicked and I get it now.
1: <laughs> all right, you've convinced me to give it a second and maybe third shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah
0: yeah no that's cool though like that, yeah that's an interesting game where you keep coming back
1: even after you mm-hmm. bounce
0: off I, I i feel like i bounce off of things and just don't go
1: back ever uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah me too once yeah. i bounce i barely I pick it back up yeah
2: yeah i i don't know if it was because like i, I played bloodborne probably before getting into sekiro and and bloodborne mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. Uh, like it these it had intrigue and mm-hmm. mystery and and, and this the story was just like wow the hell's going on here and and it was very engaging and and for Sekiro at face value it kind of seemed like a pretty by the numbers like story like nothing like new or exciting but but uh the strength of that game is like it's combat mechanics and it does a really good job of like leading you through start to finish um you know like how to how to get better at all the different things that they're going to throw at you Mm -hmm. and it uh it, it culminates to like the final boss where you know he, he's he's got he's got everything now. It's like we taught you how to do this, we taught you how to do that. Here's the final boss, and mm-hmm. it, it's it's a really
1: uh, satisfying.
2: Yeah, like when you finally like get that boss after like forty eight
1: times of <laughs> and dying, like you know your heart's pumping. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if I could
2: play these games when I'm old. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So it's, it sounds like from your previous comments and everything that, um, the answer is yes to my next question, but would you consider yourself a gamer and like, how do you feel about gaming culture, things like that?
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: I, I think like, um, I, I, definitely consider myself a conventional like video gamer. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like all games. Like I like uh, tabletop and, and digital video games. Um, I, I, as, as far as like the term and like the culture around it, I think it's always kind of been like troublesome. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, uh, it's something that like our generation kind of grew into it and the the generation above us like you know it looked down most more often than not kind of saw it as like a bad thing and like mm-hmm. something what you should do in moderation but it was mm-hmm. like oh like she just plays video games and and uh even even people my age like i could remember um i, I always laugh about it but like uh, when i first started dating lex like i don't think she ever had like uh, dated a, somebody who played games, you know, like mm-hmm. I do, or whatever. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not like a hardcore play every day kind of person, or whatever, but just more often than regular. And I remember her kind of like, you know, like, oh, he plays, telling her friends like in uh, New Hampshire at the time, like, oh, he plays a lot of games and. And, and I remember going to visit and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being nervous to meet people for the first time. Yeah. And, and uh, there's this, like, super Mr. Suave Johnny Baseball guy who's, like, a friend of hers. And he kind of was, like, uh, you know, like, he kind of, like, sat me down and was, like, you know, I gave all my Xbox and Xbox games to some kids. I just got rid of them. And I was just, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> then, Johnny Baseball? Yeah, awesome. yeah, like, I, you know,
3: it's just,
2: like, it's not, not – does you know i don't know uh-huh. <laughs> that's a weird energy uh. but, but it's yeah yeah it's just it like it depending on who you talk to like it it, it does come with a certain sort of taboo and i think mm-hmm. that comes from like mm-hmm. um like it does uh draw attention from a lot of um you know like antisocial people or people yeah.
3: who mm-hmm.
2: like it's it's a form of escape so like it, it i don't know like it, it depends on your crowd i guess like mm-hmm. for sure yeah comes comes with its problems as well you know like a lot of gatekeeping and that
0: kind of stuff
1: yeah
2: so so i I guess i'm mixed on i guess the culture of it because it's it's always kind of had some baggage i guess i'll say
0: right yeah no that's a good answer that's probably the most accurate answer for sure
2: well actually i was gonna i'm curious to ask you guys like um since you've been doing this podcast like Mm -hmm. has has your thought on the term gamer or like has your perspective changed on it at all or is it kind of like been more or less the same
1: uh i feel like we get a mostly negative reaction to the question. What about you, club? I don't know. I think some,
0: I don't know. Like, I feel like more recently, like the more oh, we've had like standard, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would consider myself a gamer, but then I think it's, there is also always the discussion of the, the baggage, like exactly like yeah. Dale, you nailed it on the head, the baggage mm-hmm. of that term. And, and, I think maybe it's like we have a self-selecting group of guests who are introspective and like think about these things um and yeah i don't know we're, we're doing this show post GamerGate. like there was a time mm-hmm. there yeah oh yeah there's like branding associated mm-hmm. and people calling themselves this thing who are just absolute monsters so like yeah
1: <laughs> and, and it, it even subcategorizes like uh dale said he's a video gamer but like you, you can you can Se- segregate it to certain groups of people but I don't know it, it's I was thinking like it'd be hard to like artificially create like hey what's a new term that we can all use <laughs> and like spread it out but like I think it has to like just come naturally and I just feel like that one just most naturally just kind of pops up like mm-hmm. that you're a gamer you you, you enjoy playing game, games yeah. and usually to video games now because we're just you know in the 21st century and that's that's the
0: yeah, I'll 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 push this one ahead. I'm mm-hmm. a game enthusiast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. that's a game a game, new, a game theory, connoisseur. Uh, yeah. A connoisseur, yes, yes, yes. a gameista. Let's. <laughs> I, I, I think there are. I think I, I think there. There's
2: obviously like good that comes from it too. Like there are there are smaller communities that um, you know, especially like looking at the fighting game community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it, it, it's so small and niche that. I could, I could go on a Discord and find like-minded individuals, and not yeah. have to worry about too much riffraff. And like that—that's something that you could kind of be proud of. Like, oh yeah, like we built this together, and like it's like yeah. positive, and like it's kind of something that like you foster
0: together. Mm-hmm.
2: To, um, you know, like to, there's there's good too. It's just uh, yeah, like you said.
0: for sure. And I think there's a lot of like history, and even talking with the term, it's like there's a lot of history with people. Like you even said, maybe there's. People who struggled with like social interactions in real life where Mm -hmm. they found their tribe, they found their people, they found Mm -hmm. people who understand them online and this is the first time they ever felt accepted kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe that led to some overcompensation and poor decision-making. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and who among us hasn't? Uh, <laughs> Definitely. Got yeah. a little too enthusiastic <laughs> <laughs> while we were with the cool kids.
1: Uh, so Dale and I and, and Quab are all kind of in the same age range. So you should be in the age range of having a uh, land party experience, hopefully oh yeah so what was your favorite land party moment
2: oh so like uh i you know you hear the big one is a lot of people do like the halo or whatever and Mm -hmm. kind of get together and have those big stinky sweaty nights with the old uh, crts and (laughs) but uh i i I think for me like the most excited i got it, it wasn't even like a big party or anything it was just um it, uh, we'd go over to our, my buddy's house uh, down the street, and it was just a just a few, select few of us. And it was uh, Baldur's Gate. And oh, I think okay. it was it was number two. And what he would do was he would like create characters for us that we would play together in the game. Mm-hmm. So it Baldur's Gate for people, if they don't know, it's yeah. kind of... It's, it's like a Dungeons and Dragons, okay. but like it's a computer role-playing game. Mm-hmm. And they even use like um, some of the systems. They try to emulate the systems of Dungeons and Dragons uh, second edition, I think at the time. Hmm. Oh. So it's, it's kind of a confusing game. Like, <laughs> yeah. like like at first, you know, it's like, why, why, why is this guy not doing that much damage? Or what's <laughs> is this armor better than like the, the armor was very confusing because hmm. it was like, well, anyways, I won't get into it, but... they'll um, <laughs> no, get into it. It's fine. This is what the show is about. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I Well, so the, I forget. I think originally, like, it was called To Hit Armor Class, mm-hmm. and then it eventually just they changed it to Armor Class. And I think it was, like, the reverse, where it was almost like the lower number was better, and then <laughs> eventually... Like, it was really confusing. Like, Because okay. I, I, I went back to try and play Baller's Gate, like, years later, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, like, how does this work again? And, yeah. like, I, I, like, I kind of had to look it up and figure it out because it was just... At the time
0: it made sense you know but uh, yeah okay that's that's an interesting question yeah that's an interesting answer too uh,
1: yeah yeah i mean yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> when they changed the meaning of positive and negative that's
1: pretty yeah, intense. yeah. <laughs> yeah. the yeah. game then changed
2: but but no, it was cool yeah we'd uh, sit together and we it was just a lot of fun it was like like dnd like you're making characters together and huh. you're trying to like uh do do a little adventure and have the story unfold so uh it's kind of like a a shining memory of mine, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. That's
0: cool. Was there like, kind? I'm not that familiar with Baldur's Gate, but was there like kind of like GM mechanics? Like, could your friend like kind of set up stories or was it just, you create the characters and go to like kind of set missions?
2: Yeah, it was was set missions. So uh, the things would play out. So like you, it'd be like if you were the player character in, in the campaign. Mm -hmm. So even, even your attacks would be like rolling for damage. Like it was never going to be the same damage. It Mm -hmm. would be like, Oh, like critical failed and whatever happened. Mm -hmm uh or you did less damage or whatever and um it, it had a lot of like storytelling elements and it, it was one of those games that kind of kind of like the fallouts back in the day it gave you a lot of like mm. freedom to like there wasn't a lot of restrictions for like what you could go around or who you could talk to so oh, okay. you know like like a dungeons and dragons like yeah, a yeah. campaign you know oh, I wanna go talk to the guy in the corner over there
3: mm-hmm.
2: you can do that <laughs> <laughs> so like i said not like a traditional like like land like like i said we have had those like where we all bring our consoles and tvs and but i think the one that stands out is yeah definitely the the faux D. &D.
1: (laughs) so do you have a best or worst experience with a game that also kind of stands out in your mind like something that you're like an epic win or epic fail that kind of with you? uh i
2: i think um like a like a highlight for me uh, which is kind of funny because I, I I I didn't win or do anything like like I didn't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I went and tried for um, an online uh, fighting game tournament.
1: Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: for Tekken. And mm-hmm. uh, it was hosted by these guys from Toronto. Toronto. Uh, it, <laughs> you said it right. Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. That's the correct spell. Yeah. yeah or, not Yeah. And um, so it's kind of a bar because they are are restricted. They can't do locals right now because of the Mm -hmm. pandemic. So it's been tricky uh, having to do them online with, uh, you know, does the game have good net code and how's how's this person's internet? So there's been a lot of like trial and error with that, but overall, um, you know, people have been trying to make do with what they have. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, I, you know, I always grew up playing fighting games with like the the kids on the block that I knew, like it was a a big uh, step for me to kind of, you know start playing people online and get my like mm. my get whooped for you know <laughs> month after month and
3: yeah.
2: finally like ha- have the courage to to play in the tournament and uh it was really cool because I it, it was streamed and
3: mm. uh, oh.
2: i got to like watch it on like youtube after the fact and mm-hmm. uh it's just a small little community like in ontario or toronto but uh cool uh, and i i did the um the stereotypical like oh and two like i got knocked out or whatever but but i think i made a pretty good fight of it so i'm like yeah. I'm pretty like happy with that because like it, it was like pretty close to like each round and like he even the commentating he was like oh oh i think he's almost got him <laughs>
1: uh. oh nice he yeah. so had someone commentating on it too yeah
2: oh yeah no these guys are they're uh, super legit like they wow. do fantastic actually talk about plugs like definitely check out toronto top tiers if you're ever curious mm. because yeah. they, they don't just do tech and they do all sorts of fighting games and cool. they, uh, they've been doing it for a long time now and they're like super welcoming, super cool. Oh. Uh, hi- highly recommend it. Toronto yeah. top tiers. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then you said like a, like a, what was it? Like a negative one?
1: Or? Worst. Yeah, if you have one, but yeah. You don't oh. have to. It can be. Oh no. I,
2: oh no. I've, I've got one that like, it's sitting in my mind. Okay. <laughs> all right, you know, right. I, I, um I I feel like uh, with all things in life, like moderation is key and I, and <laughs> I try to be a responsible person and I don't know what happened, but it was this one game, uh, Conan Exiles. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like kind of Minecrafty, where like you build stuff, but it's also le- like light RPG stories. So the, su- the super serious people that play Conan Exiles, they play on dedicated servers and okay. they're nuts. Like they're like, we've got our, you know, our army and we're going to build up our castle and okay. then we're going to go and fight that army. And, and <laughs> I was just playing with my, my friends, you know, like mm-hmm. we play on our own server and we just like build stuff and they have enemies within the terrain that will come and attack you or whatever. Okay. And it was just one of those games where I don't, I don't know what happened, but you know, it, it'd be a work night and it's like, you know, checking the clock and my buddy who also is bad with this, like <laughs> we, we'd be sitting there and like, just you, you get in tunnel vision and you're like, you do, you're like, well, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to build yeah. this wall, wall real quick. <laughs> and, and then like, Forty minutes go by and you're like, well, what if I put stairs? <laughs> you know? and, and I, I remember you can't have a wall without stairs. Yeah, That's what about a big gate? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just remember there were a couple nights where, like, up until four in the morning on a long mm-hmm. night, and and that and that for me is is like. Bad news bears. Yeah, Mm -hmm. going into work, like driving into work, very responsible, like tired and Mm -hmm. and so I, I would say like that's like my oh it's my rock my rock bottom it's like (laughs) going going in exile is like of all things i never would have expected
1: i mean once you hit that like i don't know one one thirty mark there's there's a point where you're like well i've made it this far i might just (laughs) just what is full full
0: commit yeah yeah Yeah. i I wonder was that like the maybe the social aspect of it that like no no because no no because
2: (laughs) you're you're online people and you get in this tunnel vision where you just don't even talk to each other huh you just you just hear like a hammer cracking away in the corner, like somebody's uh, like, and and then you you know like every twenty minutes you hear like,
1: huh, <laughs> and, then whoa. The,
2: and then it gets even more quiet because you don't want to be like, hey, do you know it's two in the morning? You just want to like, uh, I'm
1: working on the stairs.
0: Don't bother yeah. me. <laughs> That's really interesting because like I'm so interested in like you know the games or systems where it's like it, it's like even like Sean like flow right like Mm. using flow for good like the sense of like just being in the zone Mm -hmm. uh and it sounds like this game had it in spades but it's about Conan Exiles and like yeah
1: (laughs) that's so interesting I had I had an experience like that with um Valheim have you played that at all oh
0: I
2: so I haven't played that one my uh my friends jumped on that when it came out and and they got pretty Like pretty deep, and it's
1: it's a world builder type game where you're building, and like it's the graphics are a step above like a Minecraft type thing where it's it's nice to look at. You got like nice sunsets, so like. The, the visuals are really nice and you're building up this like cool like fortress to protect you from like ogres and shit that are coming at night and so you're like mm. yeah just one more wall, they're gonna get in and take all my shit and like yeah. a nice little gate here and like yeah and then it's two in the morning and you're still going so
0: now i'm wondering okay so they both had like is it the the ghouls that are coming like is that what keeps the like somebody Partly, might
1: but as as you build you're unlocking more stuff yeah. and you're making, uh, it's it's expanding everything and yeah okay. it's,
2: it's it's the slow expansion exactly that because like you set a small goal for yourself where you know like i said um well we need a room for storage like if we're collecting all these materials well we need a room for storage and then it's it, that turns into Oh shoot we ran out of boxes well, now now we gotta get boxes and like and then that's like tack 20 minutes on to resource farming for you know making boxes and okay. well, what if what if we put some torches by it you know like, it's just it's just Loops. it's just a yeah yeah, yeah it's really mm-hmm. easy to spiral in that game wow
1: Uh, if only if only building boxes and houses and things were this easy in real life that's what i'm I'm saying
2: i can't even understand you know we've got like power wash simulator and
0: it's so weird crazy uh, so weird yeah Uh, yeah i just uh what is it um yeah i i I haven't seen power wash simulator but there i just watched a video on cozy games and yeah yeah there's like this sense that yeah and I heard. I just heard the words "power wash simulator" and like, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> I don't know how much yeah. it. Is. I don't know how much
1: money it is, but I'm going. I'm going to play that at some point and be very happy with my decision. <laughs> I, have, I haven't done it in real life yet, but it does seem satisfying. It, it is satisfying. satisfying. actually. It, it's really satisfying. Too. That's
2: a very good point. I was just going to say, like, a real life power washer is super fun. To, it is you know, yeah. cleaning a driveway or whatever. Yeah. You,
1: so. I'm a big believer that seeing the progress visually helps mm-hmm. you achieve the goal that's why i'm never bothered to cut grass because you can clearly yeah. see cut versus uncut grass like you can see you can see your progress like a progress bar almost so that's mm-hmm. very interesting because i i also actually really like cutting grass mm-hmm. It's interesting <laughs> that you said
2: that my my dad i used to help him uh you know maintain his lawn uh, yeah and um you know as a teenager first i you know i was probably like uh daniel in the karate Kids. like wow oh, this is stupid it's like, <laughs> you know, like come on just just do it you know and eventually like it, it, it's, yeah. it's meditative like, it you, yeah. you got your own thoughts to yourself and mm-hmm. like you said it, the, the progress of like oh that looks nice now you know mm-hmm. like, yeah you know, there's something to yeah. it yeah
0: i'm mm-hmm. with you there i now you guys got me thinking like i've always been thinking about i remember hearing like this idea of like uh rearranging the classroom where instead of uh grades it's like experience points oh. uh yeah like just experimenting like it, it would all essentially work the same way but it's like uh, you got, in, instead of getting 100 uh, experience points on this test, you got 65 or whatever. And it all stacks hmm. up, right? Yeah. Like, even if you're not doing great, you're still making progress. So, like, even this idea of, like, some kind of education thing where a bar keeps going up yeah. um, versus you failed or, like, you're not meeting expectations and all that stuff. Like, everything yeah. you do builds you up. Right. I like that a lot because yeah. you mm-hmm. think about like the traditional system it is like a, a
2: moving target of like oh, 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 oh yeah you know? but, but you think about like at like you said adding experience to because even in a, a kind of like a smaller form like there were always like bonus marks that were kind of mm-hmm. yeah like, that appealed to some people but I think in mm-hmm. like an overall accumulation system that's that's very interesting
0: yeah and like that's even the thing like where okay maybe you didn't get, do great on that test but like these other like practice assignments or stuff that Mm -hmm. you would never do if it was just given to you to like make up work. Mm -hmm. This is like giving you more experience points to fill up your bar. So if you do like all these five other worksheets rather than it's extra work for punishment, it's like, Mm -hmm. no, no, you're working as hard as you want to fill up your bar. Mm -hmm. It's just like, a, it's all marketing. It's all the same. That's exactly right. uh, Yeah. (laughs) That idea was always so interesting to me. Just tricking people. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's all (laughs) tricking All of society is marketing. Yeah. definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, even like in a,
1: a company maybe that would be my company incentive <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh, all right let's let's we uh, re reformat the whole education system we're this ready what i'm saying let's gamify the whole thing we well, got this
2: uh... To, we'll put together an NFT package
1: for it. We'll <laughs> it. Now we're talking. Yeah. All right, all right, all right.
2: <laughs> we're in business. <laughs> all right, the uh, bars
1: go up on NFT. I don't know if we joked about that at one point, but I think at some point we said like we we should we should turn our episodes into NFTs and just sell them <laughs> yeah. to people. Like, we'll, we'll figure out which which episodes are truly more valuable than others.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all gobbledygook. It's just like <laughs> well, we're it, selling a then, token that points to the episode. Like, yeah. W- yeah. okay. <laughs>
2: and then if you start doing cover art, you can point to the cover art, and mm. then some, maybe you can do a package deal where you get
0: mm. the episode, you get the cover art. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, and we send it
1: to you in a custom zip file for a collection. All right me thoughts okay um <laughs> so what kind of games do you generally like gravitate towards dale is there a genre that you that you dig or you kind of play everything what, what do you feel about yeah, that
2: I, I try to keep an open mind like i I, mm-hmm. I love um like the indie game scene is super wicked like mm-hmm. i could just open up uh you know itch.io or steam mm-hmm. and and find something so random and, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's a lot of excitement uh so I definitely like being surprised by games. I don't mm-hmm. think that in the current industry that there's enough of that. Like it's you know like how movies are. Like right. everyone wants to put their chips on the safe bed of making another first-person shooter or whatever. Mm. Um, and and there's a lot of those. But um, but even that with being said, I, I do gravitate towards like I love uh, like obviously fighting games, like I talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, i love point and click adventure games yeah uh, i love those growing up those are a yeah lot of fun. for
1: sure we, we we definitely hit the sweet spot of point and click adventure yeah. We oh, yeah oh man
0: i they they missed me but did have you played sword and sorcery like super brothers no sword oh and sorcery? What's okay that one? uh i think it's like it's on everything now uh but it was like one of the big like first um like ipad games uh oh, okay. but uh yeah no it's like um it's like pixel art beautiful pixel art Mm. uh this music by this artist john guthrie it's like a canadian team too Uh, but yeah it's like very kind of point and click and like there was like even some like puzzles you could only solve during like phases of the moon and stuff oh really yeah (laughs) it it, it got deep but it's like a beautiful game Uh, and it's the the closest to a point and click that i really clicked clicked with me so I, I, nice. <laughs> yeah yeah i'd recommend nice. it i'd recommend it. they're like a toronto-based company too cappy games um, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, we, yeah. we have we definitely, talked oh, yeah. we've definitely talked about it oh we
1: definitely talked about it okay it's, it's on my browser tab it's, it's oh, something yeah. i've been meaning to play but i just haven't had the chance yeah <laughs> okay.
0: it's, it's, i'd recommend
2: it <laughs> yeah yeah i think those games specifically mm-hmm. uh, like uh, you know like coming from the artist background like
3: the,
2: mm-hmm. a lot of times uh, the old uh, game fighting games they were um, Hand drawn and yeah. uh, animated uh, yeah. pixel art. And...
1: There was a really nice moment when uh, I think it was like LucasWorks. How mm-hmm. we're making point and clicks, and there were like these like cartoon animated monkey island, point, monkey island tentacle, uh, yeah, yeah. tentacle. Yeah. One of my first computers came with this like package of just like random games, and oh, one right. of them was Dig, which was like this Lucas Arts. Like you were on this alien world yeah. digging to find like these artifacts. It was so. Yeah, I still remember it to this day. Like it was just really uh, cool. So I yeah.
2: never played that one, but
1: uh,
2: I'm always like looking, you know, to accumulate a collection of games I'll never play. And <laughs> uh, I saw that one on uh, Good Old Games, uh, and it, it was one of those ones that I think flew under the radar. It's mm-hmm. from the, you know at the time of those developers because it was always uh, you know like like you said, Day of the Tentacle, Full Throttle, Full like Throttle Monkey yeah. Island, and and I'd never heard of that one. And uh, I was kind of reading into it and heard kind of what you're saying, like, really, really
1: fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah. weird to get exposed to is like, this kid. You're like, what is this? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange treasure. treasure. Yeah. yeah. I guess, I, I wonder, I, I just maybe
0: never had the patience, or they didn't come across my, right. like, computer, like, of all the software my dad brought home. Mm-hmm. He never brought home a LucasArts. Uh, point and clicks. So. Hmm. Well, the good thing is, is
2: like you find them a lot in a lot of places still. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if that's like your jam to do. Yeah, I
3: like, no, I'd,
0: I'd be curious. I'd be curious. Like again, Sword and Sorcery, I feel like it's the closest to a point and click mm. and like that. Uh, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I, it might not even be like a, a straight up point.
1: And click. I, I think there is a learned patience from yeah playing them as a kid and like mm-hmm. no, having no alternative but yeah. to, to play them, so that you were stuck in this like okay. There's, there's this clue on this page. I'm going to yep. click like every pixel until I find oh. it. <laughs> Having that determination that it's hard to it's hard to keep.
0: Yeah. Okay. So there is another one I played called There Is No Game. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't that. play it, but but I, but I saw the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not exactly Stanley Parable, but it's kind of like Stanley yeah. Parable mixed with- Meta-narrative kind of- Meta-narrative, yeah. yeah. Mixed with like a point and click adventure type thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where the game is constantly telling you to like, oh, there's no game here. Just, just turn it off. <laughs> um, and like, you do different things to like, I don't know, unscrew a uh, screw in the in the sign in the mm-hmm. sign, and then the sign falls, and then you get to like, you progress through the game, and, and the game, like the narrator is constantly telling you, there's no game here, stupid, stop playing, <laughs> yeah. and it just keeps going deeper and deeper and more insane. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's very point and clicky and fun mm-hmm. um, and very creative too. Like, uh, yeah,
2: I, I, I haven't played it yet, but I keep hearing inscription is like a really good oh. game that came out recently oh yeah I, I feel like I heard about this. is that the and, one with
0: the cards and the yes. animals okay yes
2: and uh, the uh, I could tell it's good a good game like I said the podcast I listen to when people they they can't talk about it that's yeah. how I know they're always like I, I i just i can't spoil this for you you just have to go and play it right now <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and then they're like you know when that thing happened and the guy's like oh it's just so strange i can't say it though yeah and, it, it's, it's, it's just it, like yeah i think that and outer wilds were like two more oh, i, I, I like, never played that
0: one yeah i never played outer wilds either yeah but, okay. how
2: was that uh i actually i, I haven't played it myself okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> <but, laughs> yeah but, it's but like, uh record. in the subject of um like I said, the games that people talk about that they, yeah. they can't talk about. Yeah. That was another one that came up where, and as far as I'm told, it is like very puzzle time loop elements.
3: Mm. So
2: you, I guess my understanding is you start off on a planet and like you have a ship and you could do like space exploration in a very like uh stylized world. And it's kind of cartoony. Yeah. And the thing is, is that the day ends like every 20 minutes, I think, or something, 27 mm-hmm. minutes. Okay. And so you have to try and I don't know, figure, figure out why it's doing that. Maybe if there's a way to stop it and,
1: uh, it's a lot
2: of um like oh well this guy did something different like on that loop you know is there a way i can obstruct that or did, like push oh, him to a different so it's a lot of like meddling time loop thing yeah thing. yeah okay okay so but but again in the subject of those games that people are raving about but they can't say why because mm-hmm. you know some crazy twist or something that happens in it
0: yeah it's interesting because that seems like a trend even like with these kind of loop type games. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think some of the podcasts I listened to too, where they are talking about specifically like death loop. Yeah. I was just going to yeah. talk about, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, yes. Outer wilds I think was also in that conversation where it's like, they can focus mm-hmm. on like these really, really intricate areas with a lot of detail, but like mm-hmm. you can keep, you keep going back and it's still valuable and different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think
2: uh interestingly enough like I said just uh, the people I listen to on my podcast they 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 think that outer wilds was like a strong uh influence on because there are all of a sudden a lot of time loopy games hmm. like, yeah yep. uh, like the Forgotten cities is another one that kind of came mm-hmm. out which was this, yeah. uh, it was originally I think a Skyrim mod oh, that, okay. that people put together and it's a uh, you know time looping story where you affect the the people around you. Mm-hmm. And, um, I heard really good things about it. Again, I just you know I got a long list of things that there's so many games. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't realize Outer Wilds kind of sparked that that off because I've been playing Deathloop recently, and it's oh, sounds, yeah. it sounds very similar to what you were talking about. So that's mm-hmm. interesting.
2: Actually, I think Deathloop, I was listening to a video today, because um, uh, it's the Arcane Studios that made that one, and mm-hmm. they made the game Prey,
3: mm-hmm. and they okay.
2: released a DLC uh, called Moon. Moonland I forget the name of it but <laughs> I guess that was actually the the template for kind of what uh loop is. It's kind oh, of, okay. I, again another loop cycle game so
1: yeah.
2: they they had that I guess as a jumping off point. Uh I forget the name of that DLC but I hear a lot of people say really good things about that one as well. Are you liking Deathloop by the way?
1: Um yeah, it's uh I've been like kind of playing it on and off but it's an interesting like And and this is maybe something we're going to have to do another episode on, like loop cycle games. I've never heard of that that topic or that Uh, term before, but that's interesting. Like, yeah, it kind of fits the the bill of this uh, podcast a little bit since we're doing like a time travel related uh, (laughs) game and we're... We're trying to do a spin-off time travel show because we like talking about it. But it's yeah, it's a fun uh (laughs) it's on brand. (laughs) (laughs) Very much Uh, it's a fun little game and uh yeah, it's it's interesting how they have the different concept of like you can be the person trying to break the loop or you can be the person trying to preserve the loop. Oh, interesting. And you can have other people apparently can just as you're playing as you're playing through the loop. Other people can log in as the person trying to preserve it and try to oh, attack you right. and and, per, and like yeah. prevent your loop. Like they're mm-hmm. in your loop trying to prevent you from stopping your loop or vice versa. And oh, yeah. that's, uh, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting concept. And, uh, yeah, I just like the whole looping around and, um, Yeah, I've
2: heard about that and does create a lot of like emergent kind of gameplay scenarios where. Mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's somebody like you know you, you're like oh I, was, I had something on track on the right track here and i think i almost got this and then all of a sudden you're getting shot at by like a, another a real player. player yeah we're yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. just gonna
0: ruin your day it's interesting yeah we'll, we'll probably talk about it in another episode but like sean is that aspect interesting do you it, it doesn't feel like griefing so much uh like what griefing like just somebody coming in and like kind of ruining your day is it or does it just like add an extra oh, element of like challenge um, i think it hasn't balanced. happened
1: to me enough to know is that annoying or not but it's i think it's like a cool ch- just it, um because i think that sometimes it's an ai like sometimes right it's right not a real if, person, if it's not so a person, person it's gonna be an ai yeah, so i guess and, it just adds a, a, an extra element of like it could be just not they'll act differently right so yeah just a little elements of surprise i guess that that mm-hmm. you get um yeah, no, I like it so far. It's, it's cool. So, um, do you have a favorite game of all time?
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, my buddy. He actually, he asked recently, and it's it kind of, kind of had a weird thought process with it. And it's, you know, like how do you measure it? Like, is it something that yeah? Like, it's it's a me- is it a memory or is it like how many hours you put into mm-hmm. it? And, this is the question. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I I had a hard time coming to an answer but i'm gonna stick with what i went with and i went the i went the hours played route okay Mm -hmm. and i i went with uh tom clancy's rainbow six scene okay oh man i love that game and it it, i I come from a history of playing like you know the old clancy games Mm, splinter Um, cell yeah, well, uh, even like the like the the old uh, Rainbow Six games, like the oh. first
1: Rainbow Six was bananas. I yeah, could not really? even make it through a, a level of that thing. It, was it, was wicked. <laughs> like, it like makes Dead school. Souls look like a picnic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, what I love about those games, like I, I think I'm, I gravitate towards like tactics too. Like that's a big oh, thing. Was, okay. Like in these old games, y- you could uh, plan the route of like your, um, your fire team. So you'd say like, okay, like we've got a hostage situation uh, on this floor of this mm-hmm. building, and here's the planning phase. And a mm-hmm. big element of that was we're gonna have these guys move in over here, and these guys mm-hmm. over here breach this door, and um, uh, you know, fast forward to today, like uh, siege is very different from that it's, it's it's just a competitive 5 versus 5 like shooter mm-hmm. but i i still feel there are a lot of uh, tactical elements to it and uh, the way i explain it to people is it's, it's i joke and kind of say it, it's like a home alone simulator because it's <laughs> it's it's basically you have defenders and attackers and the attackers mm-hmm. start outside and it's like we're coming in kids you know like, <laughs> and so you you have to like set up these traps and and some some of the the gadgets that you set up are very you know, like um, they might as well be paint cans to the face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's just a, uh, I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's just a lot of those like moments that it, there's a lot of creativity too. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the thing I, I gravitate towards is like, you know, like how many ways can you find out how to get around this scenario? Like, I know I got to get in that room and I got to put a little device down and plant a, a diffuser uh, and there are these operators in play and here's, here are the things that I have.
3: Uh-huh. Uh,
2: and, and the thing I love the most about it too, is that everyone kind of is on an even playing field of, we all have access to the same stuff. There's no like, um, you know, on Call of Duty, you, you grind and upgrade your, uh-huh. your weapons and, you know, you might have better attachments or whatever.
3: Uh-huh.
2: In Siege, everybody's on the same like, uh, footing. So, huh. Hmm. I, I I put a lot of hours in that game. I love that game. Uh, it's a. Uh...
1: I think I, yeah. I, if I'm I remember, I did play out Rainbow Siege game for a while. It was a competitive shooter, so it must be Siege because I don't mm-hmm. know what else could be. But yeah, it, it was nice. Like I, I don't remember the Homalony uh <laughs> aspect of like setting up the traps and stuff i just remember i think i was the shield guy and i was just constantly like, oh yeah, yeah shielding the around. which yeah it's just i don't know it's satisfying i've always been a support type player i like i like holding yeah. the shield and being like i got you guys i got you yep but um i wanted to know what your thoughts were about something like fortnite because i think it touches on a few of the points we we're talking about like it's that world building it's a shooter mm-hmm. game it's creative i guess in a sense but i just never i never get, got into it i seem like a younger generation type game um but yeah what are what are your thoughts about kind of fortnite
2: it's interesting it's uh there it was weird watching like the growth of that of that game like it, it wasn't even supposed to be what it what it no. is now like, <laughs> no I, th- I think it started out as um like it was just a, b- a builder more builder and, yeah more, yeah more builder oh
0: there are zombies
2: um hmm. yeah yeah and then um the battle royale, uh, you know, <laughs> yep. phase hit with PUBG, and, <laughs> and they ate their lunch. You know, they, <laughs> yeah. they actually well, the PUBG still did yeah. did fairly well. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, but Fortnite is just it, it's it's been so, it, I, in the very least, interesting to see. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like it's kind of like it, it's moving things forward. Uh, I, in my opinion, like for good or bad, like you know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I the biggest thing I think about is like, yeah, that might not be the game for me, but. Um, I, I always think about like new kids today growing up, and like some some kids gonna grow up and and Fortnite is gonna be like the thing that like they'll remember for mm-hmm. like that's gonna that's gonna be like their Legend of Zelda or something. That's right. my right? nephews, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I think that that's really cool about it. Like I, mm-hmm. I like that, and um, yeah. they, they seem like a. I mean, you know, ostensibly they seem pretty positive with what they're trying to do like
3: mm-hmm.
2: th- like uh, you know going back to the nft stuff there are some developers who are you know saying like no no we're not doing that or yeah. there, there was uh some who actually like they returned their um like they were like we're doing nfts and people are like boo and they were like never mind
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and they dialed it back but uh no but I, there's I don't know. There,
1: there, there's another weird yeah there's there's a, another weird layer about Fortnite and, and just like hitting it's it hitting like it's commercial phase now where it's like yeah it has tie-ins to new star wars movies yeah. it has travis scott concerts inside of it yeah they're ones that people it. don't get killed in yeah it's an interesting dichotomy Yeesh, between yeah oh. the real life and the video game world so oh yeah um yeah it's, it's yeah. interesting you because it, it is kind of like
2: like uh, you almost kind of wonder did that, that kind of put the idea in somebody's head about a metaverse the hmm. idea of you know bringing all of these uh, outside ips kind of into one under one
0: roof kind mm-hmm. of yeah i think fortnite has been upfront about at least in their arguments with apple is trying to say mm-hmm. oh we're more so a metaverse yeah. than a game or whatever hmm. like they're 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 pushing hard that they are a metaverse and i tried to understand it i tried to like watch my nephews play <laughs> and then mm-hmm. and, and see like <sighs> I'm like curious about like the development tools or like what tools can you make something that isn't just a shooter in it or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like what can you? Are there spaces to hang out with your friends? And that seems like the concert stuff, mm-hmm. but I okay, think there's yeah. like a ton of stuff I'm just missing. There's like obstacle courses, mm-hmm. like tons oh, really? of obstacle courses and stuff too. Uh, and oh my gosh. And then there's a world of YouTubers who just <laughs> screaming to the microphones, doing yeah, all the different game things, game. all the challenges and stuff. And it's <laughs> very upsetting. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to get into it because I'm sad. Uh, we're getting uh, old
1: guys. We're getting old. Uh, well,
2: that's, that's the other interesting thing about it too, is like you mentioned all these different game modes and, and, mm-hmm. and again, like, you know, moving the, the, uh, the, what's the word needle for? forward or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just the, the idea of um for better or for worse like uh constantly updating a game like they're yeah. they're mm-hmm. always adding it new things and yeah mm-hmm. it, it keeps it exciting and it gives mm-hmm. it life but um you know yeah. maybe in some cases to a fault but uh yeah it's mm-hmm.
0: interesting because like the culture of that game shifts so fast and then mm-hmm. also i'm a little concerned about like we talk about like fashion and stuff and like mm-hmm. we're talking about skins mm-hmm. like yeah there is hard judgment if you're running around in a default, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, default. Are... That is
2: a, like a pejorative to be like, Hey, yeah.
0: look at this default. Yeah. Over here. Like, yeah. Like, it's kind of messed up. Yeah. Kids want to <laughs> yeah. use real world money to just at least get a yes. skin. Yes. Just yeah. one skin. And then that turns into like emotes yeah. and uh, probably pets. Like right. it, mm-hmm. it's, I it's don't not... know. Yeah. I don't know if that's like the programming that, I, and I mean, we had it with like, fuck, Frickin', um, I, I still have the Crossfire song stuck in my head. Crossfire! <laughs> you can come up in the Crossfire! Crossfire! Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like that burned in my head but i never bought
1: crossfire like, yeah because yeah. like, no, yeah, cool. you didn't have to worry about jumping into a crossfire metaverse and being, <laughs> yeah. being the only person with the default crossfire yeah, exactly you have the black like leather jacket <laughs> lame
0: Look at this, clearest clearest yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Like, there was a certain, and maybe it's this old man yells at Cloud, like, of the nostalgia of, like, oh, yeah, we were marketed to the crap out of. Right. But, like, it didn't, I don't feel like I would have, I was bullied for not having Crossfire (laughs) or like Ninja Turtle outfits or stuff. Right. Mm. Like, and it's also like, yeah, it's like that's the social world where you go everywhere, everyone, all your classmates go after school and hang out and look at their cool stuff like
3: Mm -hmm.
0: i don't know it's uh uh. i think the other part of it too is just like it's just the accessibility like Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's it's
2: right in front of you you go it it, it, uh, games say they're not without a lot of just like you said really grimy things like you fire up a game and in the storefronts there so yeah uh, Mm um you know the, the it's like a tab over basically. And I, I think about what you're saying about like us growing up. And I, I, the only thing I'm, I'm thinking of is like, you know, maybe Pokemon cards or yeah. like trading cards That's the closest you know, thing like going sure. out and They're always just trying to, you know, get more money from you yeah. in some, some way or another, I guess. But, uh, yeah. and real quick, actually, while I think about it uh, to recommend to you, you were talking about the crossfire commercial. I don't know if you've seen this yet. It's called, uh, it's like uh, my nineties, tv.com. Oh, okay. And it's and they have other um, eras. They have like seventies, eighties, nineties, and two thousands. I'll say, yeah, uh, the aughts. And so uh, it's just pulling in different old commercials, Ooh. clips from like, and it's pretty, like it's pretty, because mm-hmm. you know you've seen people try to like, hey, here's nineties, and you're like that's that's fake yeah <laughs> but but these are like legit the commercials and mm-hmm. like uh some of the the news segments from the time oh Baton, yeah. it's so bizarre and you could go to like 93 95 mm-hmm. oh. okay. yes yeah, so, uh, I threw on one channel and when I was lying in bed and it was um it was just all commercials. And, so and, is,
1: uh, sorry, is it is it like a, st- a continuous stream? Like, could you put it on a fake television and, and make it feel like you're so, so that in the nineties, the
2: the landing the homepage is basically like, it's a it's a fake uh, looking TV of mm-hmm. the era. So you know a nineties TV. <laughs> and mm-hmm. It's got a little fake remote that you click on. Nice. So you, you power on the TV and you can hear like the, the mm. like it turning on. And nice. You you can if you get bored of a like a channel, you just flip to the next channel and <laughs> it. Goes to a different source of wherever it's getting wow. aggregate of the videos. Cool. And it, it's just a uh, just random mm-hmm. dumb way to waste time. If mm-hmm. you're, you know, just looking for a nostalgia blast. 90
0: nineties My I think,
1: I think my it'll be in the funeral. notes, man. It'll be in the show. Yeah, Don't
0: yeah. worry. Yeah, yeah I good. I got it up. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, nostalgia, wonderful yeah. poison. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moderation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: So, do you have? um, I guess besides Sekiro, do you have any games that you would like to recommend to the podcast? Like anything that we haven't talked about that we should check out?
2: Okay, Um, I I think one that kind of caught me by surprise. Like you know, these are like a more recent, just kind of games that we've been playing. Um, I don't know if you played Deep Rock Galactic. Yes. Oh yeah, Deep Rock. Mm It's uh, it's it. I don't know how to explain it. It's you're a bunch of space dwarfs (laughs) who Yeah. Like, you you get uh, like random missions, and Mm -hmm. it's just, it's, you know, talk about like very absurdist, like, you know, like, we love being dwarves, you know, like, yeah, (laughs) mine rocks,
3: like, Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, I think I have seen
2: it over the top. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of got like a funny little humor to it. Okay. Like, how
1: like characterized it is. Yeah.
2: You just kind of drop down into a planet, and um, it's got a bit of a Minecraft aspect
1: because you're you're mining and stuff, but Mm -hmm. you're also just space dwarves. So it's very, there's like just, different classes of space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
2: and that I think that adds to like the the fun element of it because you know everybody kind of has like a role, mm. and uh, you know you have like the the scout guy. So he's gonna oh we need this uh, mineral or whatever we're looking for, and he, he can like zip line up to like hard to get two areas. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fun dynamic if you have like a you know a couple of buds that you can play with or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you're making me miss this game now. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've updated
2: it a lot. I guess. Yeah. It. I I didn't play it when it originally came out, but uh, every time we go to play it, like my buddies uh, Eddie and Rob, they're they're always like, "Man, they added a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I just, <laughs> this wasn't here before." And they're oh, always like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, you know, the live service kind of one of those things where it's a bonus to.
1: Right. It it seems like yeah, these games like they they. A, they cater to their communities way more. Like they're, they're just mm. engaged, like, and they're constantly updating. And and I'm really curious, like, what, yeah. how, how, what's motivating them to constantly update? It is like, how are they? Yeah, how does the financially incentivize yeah. to, to do that Because are yeah, they I mean, not and they just we talk
0: it? about the scumminess of the other mm-hmm. things yeah. and like adding the nfts on top of like loot boxes or something but then there's these other games do you pay did you pay for it once and then you get all the updates or are you yeah, paying for yeah. each update so yeah which i mean paying for an update seems fair for the work that was went into it
2: um, it is it, definitely an interesting question I, I think there is some like there is the, the two that you can kind of it looks like you could point to, like something like a Deep Rock or um, um, what was that game? No Man's Sky. That, that mm-hmm. was a game that when it came out, um, it, it was kind of a weird thing where like Sony kind of like propped it. Oh, yeah, like they're like, hey, this is gonna be great. And and yeah. uh, it was a pretty small uh mm-hmm. dev studio, yeah, and it, it kind of you know built up a bit of a hype train so that when the game mm-hmm. finally came out, it, it fell very flat and a lot yeah. of people were upset.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but like it's just what seems like out of good faith, like those guys have just continued work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they keep putting out these like very meaningful updates again, mm-hmm. like just free to my knowledge that you just, Oh, there's an update. We should go check that out again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but again, like you said, there's the other side of the coin where, um, you know, rainbow six does it too, where, uh, they're like, Oh, we're having a new like holiday event and guess what? There's new skins and like
0: Yeah. Yeah. That it's an interesting question because there's like and I think it, I don't know, I, I don't have like a console. I'm always like the weird old guy on this podcast <laughs> about games, but it's like the question of like, okay, there's a game and it costs sixty bucks to buy it new right. and then mm-hmm. you have to buy a subscription on top of that to keep mm-hmm. accessing it. And then on top of that they're the like Battle like, Pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, to yeah. get the cool things. And that's, you don't have to buy the Battle Pass, but you have yeah. to buy the Battle Pass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want this, you can play for 500 hours or you can spend 20 bucks.
3: You
2: yeah, know, yeah, do that
0: yeah. Kind of, yeah. That kind of trade-off, which is interesting. I don't know. But then, yeah, it's 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 cool to see the other kind of companies where they can mm-hmm. kind of help them. I don't know. And it's, it's this balance of like, okay, what, what are people willing to pay for? And
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, I don't Actually, know. now that you mention it too, because you say like, so you don't play too many like computer games per se, but I, I thought of another game to recommend that's actually oh, yeah. not a not a video game, I guess.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and actually, I'm a big fan of too. Is this board game called uh, Nemesis?
1: Okay. Oh,
2: I th- okay. remember. Right. Yeah. Tell me, it more was uh, or... it, well, it was originally like a, I believe it was done. through, It was a Kickstarter game by Awakened Realms, and they've kind of got a pedigree of making like pretty pretty decent games. Okay. And it's the best way to explain it is it's it's kind of like Alien or Aliens. Yeah. Uh, like you, you start off on um, or you wake up. The game setting is you wake up in a ship that's kind of like floating, and you don't know the destination. Mm-hmm. And it, it's class based, so like the 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 meeples or characters that you have are you know they got different abilities and yada yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the um, the challenge comes from oh now now there are aliens on the ship, and you have objectives to try and get the ship. Oh the, sorry, the inter- another interesting element is that you each character. A player has an objective uh to choose from uh and it's either like a good one or maybe a they call it corporate <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> we'll say we'll say a bad one you know <laughs> and, and but you don't know <laughs> so like you can't tell if this person's trying to help you or they're trying to get you killed yeah their
0: own secret objective yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay it's a,
2: a, I, I think it's a, one of my absolute uh, favorites to play and it's got a lot <laughs> of replay value and uh cool. i think you could find the base game you know, kinda of like they, they stock it everywhere now. okay. It's, it's retail, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I uh, saw some people play it um where it, it's 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 not xenomorphs, but it really looks it, like exactly. Xenomorphs. Yes. Like it's legally distinct. Uh yep. definitely not whale and Newtoni. Yeah. <laughs> legally distinct. Very, very slightly removed, but kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <it. laughs> like another universe, but yeah, very yeah. similar <laughs> ideas. Yeah, very much, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that sounded really cool.
1: Uh, yeah thanks yeah Uh, we're Mm -hmm. always
0: happy for like
1: non-video game recommendations too Mm -hmm. um do we say like what you like most or least about games like like aspects about games that you really like something like the um maybe just how it makes you feel or just what you get out of it like anything yeah yeah yeah
2: Uh, i definitely say any any uh creative elements like I, i just love seeing um uh, people coming together and making things. So mm-hmm. I, I love uh, peeling back the curtain and like, and I feel like there's a, a lot of um, kind of familiarizing and integ- integrating that into like public relations with like the, the fans and stuff like uh, with rainbow six specifically, mm. uh, they do a lot of um, things that kind of like that pay a nod to artists or, you know, concept artists or developers or, or gameplay testers or even some of the pro players. Like, uh, it, it's really cool to see like there's an artist i follow on uh well there's many of them that I follow on twitter and they're, they're big rainbow six fans and they do mm. a lot of like concept art and fan art and so like ubisoft released these like in-game skins that are de- uh, like they're designed cool. by them they're like oh like here's you know sun stark skin or whatever and, uh-huh. like I, I i just i think i you know being a creative person i love seeing like that's one of the things i miss about working at red piston was like yeah there there's so much talent that you could just like go over to uh, it, and i don't yeah. just mean like you know visual i mean like you know even mm. just talking to you guys and, and like mm. oh, what do you got going on there and mm-hmm. uh actually um if you remember uh randy he's the one who kind of like turned me on to uh tabletop dungeons and dragons oh like, cool yeah because yeah, because he was kind of big into that um so i, I know i just I, I love that like that team like yeah just, mm. just all those little elements of like what goes into like just games and Mm -hmm. in general, I guess.
1: Do you ever, do you think you'd ever try to, I don't know, work at a game shop or try to make your own indie game or anything like that?
2: Yeah. uh, I don't know if I would want to do it as like a, like a nine to five job, but I definitely Mm -hmm. have like creative projects that like I, uh, I need to work on more (laughs) talking about time management. Don't we all don't we all? Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the good thing is like my one friend, Eddie, like he, he's very driven, like he's mm-hmm. very good at making time for his projects. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very inspiring to see like mm-hmm. progress, like he'll, he'll put together and he's so quick at learning things. Like mm-hmm. he might be working on 3d uh, stuff one month. And then the next month he's back into doing like pixel animation and it, it blows wow. my mind. So mm-hmm. I, I feel lucky when I'm like surrounded by people who are talented like that and, mm-hmm. and, and driven, especially because it's like, man, I gotta, you know, get off my butt and do something. Mm-hmm. So. Like, like I said, I've got, I've got things in mind that I I want to do eventually. And I, I, I feel like I have the bones or something like I'm, I'm excited about. It. I just like, uh, you know, need to finish working on it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that was well played. It was extremely well played.
0: Well played.
1: So, should we? How do we do a three-way rock paper scissors? I forget how we. Do we ever do this, or do we just? Uh, I don't know. I think we could. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, now it does matter. Okay. We well, we all have our cameras on. Okay. 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 So we'll, we'll, we'll just do count of three, rock paper scissors. And yeah, then... count of three. Yeah. Just we'll throw see, it we'll we We'll see what happens. Go. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Rock, One, paper, two, three. three. Okay. Sorry okay. for the delay. I haven't changed. I just, uh, this rock? Oh, oh okay, no. Dale oh. We both oh. me and Sean uh, both have scissors. Uh, so Dale okay. just crushes <laughs> all of us <our laughs> yeah. mercilessly right. and he I wins. won the
2: fist for the fighting game community. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: All right, so Dale, as winner, you get to decide how we close the show. I close it? Like, yeah, to sign off, or you can tell people to sign off in a particular you, way. You can, you can yeah, you, you can sign off in a funny way, or you can tell us to sign off in a funny way. Oh, okay. Way.
2: Uh, can we pretend like we're on a Star Trek bridge, and mm. like you guys, like, we're like a crew, and we're just like
1: yeah. engaging our way out of here? Maybe? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Are we assuming you're captain right there? Yeah, we oh,
0: have I,
2: Okay. <laughs> right, I, well, okay. I, now I have to pick a number one, and I, I don't think I can do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, does <not> <laughs> <laughs> it does not
1: matter.
2: Okay, I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say something, and then you can just respond. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'll yes, I'm good. Okay.
2: Um. Number one, engage the levels.
0: I, Captain. <laughs> the, okay. The engines, um, she
1: won't hold. <laughs> g-
0: give her some more. All right. I'm rerouting dark matter, Captain. I, this is a job that number one would do, definitely. Rerouting.
2: Definitely. Dark definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm talking very talented. Yeah, yeah. To engineering uh, i i sold
1: all of the power for nfts at the last poor time oh, oh good no. lord
0: <laughs> the, we're not
2: gonna have enough for a hyperdrive jump oh jeez! the
1: the ship the ship
0: the podcast is listing uh i think we gotta get out of here All, all to right, the pods.
2: <laughs> just just slowly drift to the left and we'll just kind of slowly kind of drift out of out of here make, make it so
0: all right captain that was an extremely well played uh <laughs> Well played, Command. Okay. (laughs) Well
1: played.
2: Thank you, (laughs) Ensign.